Hello, what is up? Welcome to MLB DFS Today. I'm your host, Tim Sim, and I am here, as I am every Sunday, to break down some of the Sunday action going on in the MLB. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the 10.35 a.m. Pacific slate, which is a little bit smaller of a slate for a Sunday morning. Only eight games. No Shohei in this time slot. No Dodgers in this time slot. We still do have the Braves, so they'll be a very popular play. We'll get into that in a little bit, but before I do, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the Sports Ethos Fantasy Football Writers. They're doing an amazing job with their pre-draft rankings, going by team, going by position, even doing IDP, so they're deep into it. I'm putting out some great content over there. Uh, My league auto-renewed that I'm in, so I'm sure it did for a lot of you guys out there. It's starting to become real. It's right around the corner, just a few weeks away. We're going to start seeing a lot of fantasy football content out there, but none as good as the sports ethos. I can guarantee that, and they do an amazing, really thorough look uh, at every facet of the game. So check it out if you haven't. Sign up for the Fantasy Pass if you haven't already. Uh, there's some great writers over there, and they're putting out some amazing, amazing content. So um, with that said, let's get into some of the action that we have ahead of us for Sunday morning. And let's start off with those Atlanta Braves that I just mentioned. Uh, Ronald Acuna got his 50th stolen base on Saturday. It's not even August yet. He homered as well. Four home runs in this game for the Braves. Uh, that, that puts them at 102 home runs at Truist Park this season. They've really been putting the hurt on the Brewers. 21 runs scored in just the first two games of this series. The Brewers kind of were hot going into this series. The Braves just got swept by the Red Sox going in. So they've kind of used this to feel better about themselves at home. I think it's going to continue probably on Sunday. Marcelo Zuna had a massive game on Saturday. Two home runs and a double. He homered in Friday's game as well. He's at 4,100. The Brewers are going to be throwing Colin Ray out there. He's a right-handed starter. He's given up a home run in all four of his July starts. That's most likely going to continue in this game. Matt Olson, 1,000 OPS against right-handed pitching this season. 28 of his 33 home runs have come against right-handed pitching. He's at 6,400, so that's kind of baked into the price, but he's had a lot of success against right-handed pitchers. Rosario, another left-hander in this Atlanta lineup. He was one of the Braves that homered on Saturday. He's much cheaper than Matt Olson at 3,900. So if you wanted to get a left-handed Atlanta bat in your lineup and you can't afford Olson, Rosario is definitely worth a look. Another thing to keep an eye out for is maybe if Travis Darnot is in this lineup again. He was in the lineup on Saturday, had a really impactful day. He's always a little bit cheaper than Sean Murphy when he's in there, so if he's in there, he's worth a look as well. There's really no one on the Brewers' side that catches my eye. If you wanted to go William Contreras, he homered against his former team on Saturday, but mostly going to be leaning towards Atlanta bats in this one. Let's move on to the Cleveland Guardians, who are in the south side of Chicago to take on the White Sox. The pitching matchup is interesting here. It's Aaron Savali against Michael Kopech. Aaron Savali is at 8100 That's a really good price for him. I think he is a viable starter uh, in your lineup. He's been excellent. 172 ERA in July. Only allowed six runs in 31 and a third July innings. 
Michael Kopech, on the other hand, has allowed nine runs in only 11 innings in July. Couldn't even make it out of the first inning against Atlanta a few weeks ago. Uh, Savali, his last start, he went eight innings against the Royals, only allowed one run. So I'm kind of scared off of playing some of these White Sox bats. I'm definitely going to be playing some Cleveland bats. I'm going to be leaning towards some left-handed batters on the Cleveland side. Uh, Will Brennan is one of them. He's super cheap, 2600 So if you're looking to fill out your lineup, he's a good play. He's been playing well. Uh, Stephen Kwan is also on the cheaper side at 4300 kind of mid-tier. But he's another left-handed bat. Three-hit game on Saturday. Two-hit game in the first game of the series. Scored two runs as well. He's their leadoff hitter. He gets on base. Doesn't strike out a lot. Takes tough at-bats. So he should be... He should have a decent game. Josh Naylor as well, another left-handed bat. He leads the Guardians in batting average and RBIs with 79 on the season. He's actually hit 19 more ribbies than Jose Ramirez has this year. I was a little bit surprised to see how big of a gap that was between him and second place. He's He's been excellent in July. 354 batting average, and he's got 21 ribbies in this month alone. So I'll, I'll be playing Naylor in there. Uh, it's kind of tough because there are a lot of really good first basemen that I would like to play. But I think the matchup against Kopech kind of puts him over the edge, especially at his price point, which is only 4500 Let's stay in the central theme, but let's move to the NL with the Cubs taking on the Cardinals in the fourth game of this four-game series in St. Louis. The game on Saturday was delayed for quite a while. Uh, So that was kind of a weird one there. But the Cubs have been the hottest team in the league since the All-Star break. Scored the most runs over the last two weeks with over 100. Led by Cody Bellinger, hitting 427 in July with eight home runs. Uh, Steven Matz gets the start for the Cardinals. He's a left-hander, and Cody Bellinger has hit 348 against lefties this year. Maybe he finishes his July in style. He's at 5,200, another one of those first basemen I was talking about. Jan Gomes has been really hot recently. He's on a seven-game hitting streak. Homered on Saturday. He's cheap at 3,200 at the catcher spot. Mike Talkman is also cheap at 3400 He had a multi-hit game on Saturday. He made a game-winning catch in center field on Friday. A nice grab over the wall. If you haven't seen that, I recommend seeking it out. But with that being said, I think I would lean towards the Cardinals bats over the Cubbies bats just because of Kyle Hendricks taking the mound for the Cubbies. And Steven Matz has been pretty good since he moved back into the rotation in July, he's got a 2.74 ERA, which is kind of when he made that move back in. He's faced the Cubs twice this year. Uh, the first time was in London, came on in relief for Wainwright. Out of Wainwright, pitched three innings, gave up no runs. The other one was a, f- a few weeks ago on the 20th of July. Mats went five innings, gave up only one run, struck out six batters. So I think you can play him. He's only 5,800, which is really cheap for a pitcher. And with how good he's been, he could be worth a play. Uh, but Kyle Hendricks, on the other hand, 4-4-0 ERA in July. I think the Cardinals' bats are going to have some success in this one at home. They announced they're not going to be sellers. They're not trading Nolan Arenado. So maybe that has a positive impact in the clubhouse. I think I'm going to be leaning towards some of the Cardinals' mid-tier bats over some of their higher price guys. Someone like Nolan Gorman at 4300 
He's hitting 326 over the last two weeks. At home, he's hitting 294 versus only 196 on the road. And 19 of his 22 home runs this season have come against right-handed pitching, which Kyle Hendricks is a right-hander. So uh, I, I'm going to look at Gorman as an infield option. Lars Newtbar is another good option on this Cardinals side, who's a $4,000. He's an outfielder. Uh, hit two home runs in the second game of the series. A left-handed bat going against the right-hander in Hendricks. And Newtbar is hitting 307 in July. Uh, maybe Brendan Donovan at 3600 That's a good kind of cheap to mid-cheap price uh, for the Cardinals leadoff hitter. And I think the Cardinals are probably going to take this one at home against Kyle Hendricks. So I talked about Steven Matz and Aaron Savale as pitching options. I think one of those guys I'm definitely going to be pairing with Kenta Maeda, who's sitting at 8500 He's the sixth highest priced pitcher on this slate. Uh, priced cheaper than Tarek Skubal for the Tigers. I know Skubal's got some great strikeout potential, but Maeda against the Royals. It's just a great matchup for him. Maeda made a start against the Royals on July 4th. He struck out nine and gave up only three hits in seven innings. So I, I think Maeda is going to have a, a really good game. I'm going to be playing his over most likely on price picks or whatever pick him you play. Uh, I would recommend looking his way. I'll probably also be playing Ryan Yarbrough's over, depending on where it is. We saw Brady Singer get 10 Ks on Friday against the same Minnesota team. Uh, Minnesota leads the league in strikeouts. Even Jordan Lyles hit his strikeout prop with four on Saturday. The Royals picked up only their second win uh, out of 20 tries where Jordan Lyles was pitching. So... We, one of the reasons why was Bobby Witt Jr. at shortstop for the Royals. He had a massive game. He was a double short of the cycle. He's at 5,100 on Sunday. Uh, even with Maeda in that Royal start that he made, Bobby Witt Jr. homered off him. So he's a little bit pricey at 5,100, but he's just having a ridiculous series so far. Kyle Isbell also having a massive series. He homered on Friday and also went four for five on Saturday, just like Bobby Witt did. A really good thing about this Minnesota team is that their bats are cheap. And Ryan Yarbrough is a left-hander, so you can go with some cheap right-handed Twins bats if you're looking towards playing a Twins stack. Max Kepler is at 3,300. He homered on Saturday. Willie Castro, he's a switch hitter. But he's been playing. He's only 2,400, and he's a big stolen base guy. So you can put him in there, and you never know. He can get a stolen base or two and really pump up that that points total. Christian Vazquez, also under 3,000. He's been okay for them. Another right-handed bat going against the lefty and Ryan Yarbrough. And even though I probably think Yarbrough will hit his strikeout props, uh, the Twins should be able to pull this one out, and they've been scoring a lot of runs as well. They just got Jorge Polanco back. He's under 5,000, so if you really wanted to go big with this t- Twins side, you could play Polanco or even a Byron Buxton who's above 5,000, but might be worth it. You've seen them have some massive games, so the matchup really favors the Minnesota side in this one. And those are the games that really I feel good about. There are some other ones going in this slate. I mean, we got the Mets and the Nats. We just saw Scherzer get traded. They traded David Robertson as well. 
it's I, it's kind of we, we don't know what we're gonna get out of this Mets team. They got crushed by the Nationals on Saturday. Justin Verlander is going is scheduled to go on Sunday, but who knows? Maybe he'll get dealt back to the Astros. So that's kind of a stay away from me. We also see Tyler Glass now and Jesus Lazardo in this slate. Those are two major strikeout guys, but because of that, we're probably not going to see a ton of offense in these games. So uh, they're mostly stayaways for me, and those two pitchers are priced too high for me to look their direction. I think you can get some great value on these mid-priced pitchers, like I mentioned. So... That's what I see in the morning slate. If you wanted to hear me break down the afternoon slate, just go on to sportsethos.com. You can find my delivery there. I'll be writing up on some of the afternoon games, and we got some great afternoon games. We got the Oakland A's in Colorado. Uh, It's been a high-scoring series so far, as they always are in cores. We have the Dodgers and the Reds in another fun one, and then we have the Yankees as the night game. Uh, Aaron Judge came back. He homered, so we'll see what happens in that night game as well. But uh, yeah, also check out my pick'em on there. I've been pretty hot. I've given out three prize picks winners in a row. So check out my pick'em on Sunday. It'll be coming out. Uh, my delivery as well. Um, but with that being said, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Uh, enjoy your Sunday. And good luck out there. I'll see you next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.